Last time on The Empire's Edge. It looks as though no one got to your room. They're going to turn the three of us into gigantic apes. <laughs> um, what? Now! Ah, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Out of the way! The Veda Library is under attack. Come at me! Disadvantage means nothing! This massive armor on your monkeys! Everyone at the table is doing that except Matt. <laughs> He's like, hey monkeys, they're got giant monkey block out sun! <laughs> And then you hear, it's like a snap, and there's this rumble that is cataclysmic, and it's quite clear that the Razia Tower has come down. So you're in Garnsdale Park, there's all this wave of people that are moving up through the city, and it's pandemonium. People are breaking off to this house, to that house, but there is a major push of wizard people, and honestly of Zrex, that are moving right up into the adjacent area to Garnsdale Park, and they're witnessing what they now perceive, and that is the destruction of the Razia Tower. Oh, yeah. So it is just people moving, pushing every which way. Uh, after a couple of minutes, there is some spell casting. Something leaps up into the air, and there's an explosion of fire. But it looks like it was like cast straight up into the air. So um, what do you guys do Let's use there? the cover of the crowd to maneuver back to Larkin Silks. Yeah, get back down to Johan Street. All right, so leading out from that area, let's go ahead. Well, there's no stealth to this. You're moving out of it, but go ahead and roll perceptions. Um, you guys have moved around through this area so much, and you've often been pursued by things. I think that it'd be almost normal for you to have your head on a swivel at this point. 22. 17. 27. All right, so you guys are exceedingly aware as you're coming out of here. And what you notice that at this moment, there are none of those winged things flying overhead. Ooh, okay. that's good. I wonder if they were in the thing that went... Or, you know, something else that or held them... nobody's telling them what to do. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. well, yeah. they're preoccupied with the tower collapsing. I wonder, like, like is it something like uh, like the Eye of Bravis, if they had to be, like, next to a thing, like, there, if there was some control panel or something maybe in yeah, the tower? Yeah, is Gar in, is Gargoyles it? are sentient. They just don't oh, have any orders. Yeah, they're, they're so just standing they were, by. I was picturing like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 where they're all sitting in one of those little like game chair things controlling it. No, uh, they're like oh, real yeah. actual they're living beings. things. Well, they're that's being more terrifying. Go back to my idea. <laughs> Do it my way. Is Inda and her, um, I th she only had, she had two people. Inda two out wasn't of three. here, yeah. yeah. But her, are two. her two people with us? Yes, they're with you okay. heading they back to They're carrying all the stuff we I know, right? They have the bags of stuff. Yeah, one has two bags over his shoulder. So Aww. it is taking you a number of minutes. It's actually difficult to push through the crowds. And once bet. you're out of the park itself, people are hanging on the cast iron gates that are all around it, the rails around the uh, the park, and moving through it in the opposite direction. No one like makes you or marks you. No one seems to be looking at you in any particular way with those perceptions you've made. They're you too preoccupied roll. with our massive act of terrorism. Right, right. <laughs> is there and, and there's we obviously we don't see cats on the roof either. Uh, I would no, bet not. Nothing yeah. like that. Okay, no. Cool. You, you do you, see. You did dispel those pixies, right? It's not like we're not being. I did dispel them. Okay, so kind make of sure a we're not being followed around by anything. It's like, why are they staring at us? And there's like six little gremlins floating around our heads. And even as you're about halfway to Johan Street, you're already getting information that seems to be traveling by just word of mouth, maybe by magical means or some other means as well. But they're saying things about exotic animals, uh, gorillas, apes. And no one seems to know what's happening or how to put any more of this, but that some crazy things came flying out of that tower moments before it came down. If I can like interject rumors as we're going, like not getting like slowed down or like even indicating those me who said that, just like if I'm hearing somebody say something and like 
as I'm passing, you know, mentioned like, you know, an experiment gone wrong or something they did that ah, got loose. Oh, great idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to do the same I thing. Think you could do that either as, we'll call it a bluff, a performance, or as an intimidate, depending upon the way yeah. you deliver it. Throw comments in there like it was supposed to be their melee menagerie thing this year, and it did. Oh. They right. didn't actually, um, yeah. they didn't bring so, themselves to something wrong, yeah. I am proficient in intimidation. That's not what I was planning on using, and okay. my... Um, persuasion is way better than my deception or my performance. What's I your use persuasion so seeds of discord Yeah, skill? persuasion sounds good. <laughs> yeah, persuasion, go ahead and roll uh, that. Pretty poor. I'm going to do, do, do the same thing, so should I roll it too? Yes. Are you doing deception or what'd you say? Persuasion? Uh, I'm doing persuasion. Ah, yes. 17. Same for me. Uh, I rolled an 18 on persuasion. Uh, oh, there's persuasion. Yeah, they're the same for me. Uh, 15 for me. All right, so... As you are like doing just that, that, you know, Boris is the first one saying that you turn to somebody and give me a, like a brief kind of narration as what you might say, the type of thing. I heard it was some kind of experiment of theirs that got loose. Um, and, and like, literally it's just that. And then I'm moving. I'm not stopping to talk. I'm not getting bogged into a conversation. Okay, I'm just good. spreading the rumor. Um, roll a, well, what was your perception from just a little bit ago? 22. That you hear. So you're probably just about like six or eight feet away, but everyone's talking just nonstop. Mm -hmm. All this noise. And that very guy you're talking to, as you take a glance back, he is saying, I've heard the Razia Woods had an experiment, that they had something go wrong. Um, and it just, it just took you know, that, that fast. Uh, Jacob, what'd you roll? Uh, 15. So what would they, to, to just narrate for me the kind of thing you'd want to say? Some big monster from the menagerie got loose and then continue with that. Okay, let me, one, two, three. Um, the guy yells back to you, that's what I said. Yeah. He said, you see, one of the monsters from the menagerie got loose. You know, something was, and then, then you're out of the, uh, the earshot of that too. And then your role, Zellin was? Uh, it was an 18 on the persuasion. Yeah. So then narrate to me, what's the kind of thing you'd want to say too? Um, they were experimenting for the menagerie. It went wrong. It got loose. And I'm going to combine it all. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then some guy screaming, I'm going to combine it all. <laughs> Uh, we, the person said that too, he turns to the person next to him and says, then let's get out of here. Uh, and he turns and goes just like in a different direction, not with the crowd, not against it, like all of you, but is going now laterally against it. Doesn't seem to be spreading a rumor. So maybe that seemed like confirmation enough to him that it's time to get out of town or <laughs> lay still low. still dangerous stuff around. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of bad things around. So after probably about like two, three times about time it would take to get down to uh, Johan Street as it normally would, that you're there about a half an hour or 35 minutes later, and you finally got into it. And toward the end of that, you were actually broken apart from each other and then had to reconnect because just the people pushing through, it seems as though everyone in the lower city has come to the upper city, that the, the lower city sure. yeah, to yeah. vacant. I, I'd want to stick with either the uh, Sarvapan or the human of Inda's crew because the, the villa man got killed, right? I know, this is a human that got killed. The, ah. the villa man's with you with More the Sarvapan. More than either the Sarvapan or the villa man. Sarvapan's so. holding two bags. Okay, then with, definitely with the Sarvapan. So right. that way he's got cover if something happens. All right, gotcha. So then when you get to Johan Street, the um, Inda nurse people, they're right with you. They stop before they go into the little cul-de-sac and it looks like all of Lark and Silk's people are there. Silk himself is not visible at the moment, but uh, his defensive people are in the outer area right right now. They're part of our crew. Yeah. Is anyone is anyone like stopping us from going there, or did they stop? No, themselves? they're probably waiting for something from you. Oh yeah. Um, I'll I'll wave them in. Okay. So you come in, and then they're motioning you forward. And you go, quick, 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 and then the door opens, and then in a moment you're inside Lark and Silk's doors close behind you, and they're trying to make it look as though it's business as usual out there in the cul-de-sac, the people that are always on guard. But it seems ridiculous that they're doing laundry and splitting wood <laughs> when most of the city's up there. So they're filling up, but then no one seems to be watching them really well, either. 
but they're at a high alert. Yeah, they're they're you know trying to maintain business as usual, so they don't get panicked by whatever just blew up. You know the major citadel. Right. So it, it, it's actually pretty reasonable. <laughs> about a half an hour later, Silk himself shows up, and then about fifteen minutes after that, um, Beckett Reed shows up as well. Uh, a few minutes later, Bolt arrives there too. And they are just abuzz with, you know, what's happening out there in the city and everything that's gone. And they can't stop talking about it. We never thought, never thought, Silk says, that, that the tower could come down, that, that it could be brought down, that all these things came together. And they, they're breaking out wine or, you know, <laughs> yeah, schnapps beer. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're toasting each other. They, the bigger they are. <laughs> they, they never knew that was going to happen like that. But it is pretty crazy out in the city. It wouldn't surprise me, Silk says, that Baron Fleetwood imposes martial law to try to get order of all this that's happening I'd right assume. Now. It'd also let him solidify authority over the mercenaries that had belonged to the Razia. Right, yeah. They're, they're just going to flip because they need a paycheck. Uh, yeah, very likely. That that would make an absolute uh, an absolute lot of sense without the backing of the Razia wizards, depending upon what they do with their, their base. Makes me wonder destroyed. how our next conversation is going to go with the Baron. How do exactly do we deny we had anything to do with this? Or do we deny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think first things first, though, we divvy up the spoils. Oh, absolutely. All I mean, right. So would it make sense that we have done that in the last 45 minutes? Or? No, no. Because we, we were, were just walking through the crowd. Oh, I thought I thought we had been waiting at We've Larkin been Silk's Yeah, you've been for... at his place for at least half an hour before Silk himself gets there. Oh, so. so. Yeah, but once uh, the principal people all arrive, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. They, You're fluttering your fingers? They, yes. <laughs> you, you go into a dining hall area and everything's being dumped out on the table. That's good. And everyone's starting to count out both just the money, the art objects, and things that are being mm, set gems, aside. Gems, magic components. That are yeah. magically things. Yeah. So I think Zellin wanted to say something. <laughs> So if we have that time period that I need to kind of just relax and do little things, then I gain one of my spells back. I gain a spell slot. Are you going to do light work? Or I gain maybe two. How many spell slots do I get back? Uh, up to half your level. Um, yes. <laughs> so this is like calm stuff, right? Uh, in, in spell levels. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like. I, I have three spells that I've used, so I can so, get them all back. Well, it depends no, on the level in of the spell, spell levels. So you could get three first level spells or a second level spell and a first level spell or a third level spell. Oh, so, yeah. I was hoping to get my fourth level spell. But if, if you're going to sit around and just listen to <laughs> yeah, us chat uh, for the ne hour. Next level, you'll be able to recover a fourth level spell with that druidic power. All right. Uh, well, I'm still getting my third level spell back. Okay, I'm go just jazzed it. at how you react to all of that. It's great. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yes. <see. laughs> all right. Yeah. So what, what do we see on the table? Well, when everything is done, it really comes out that... The uh, the villain he he says all right when it comes to actual treasure set aside these shares you know one for you one for you one for you um, you know for our crew and they work the thing out now these art objects will need to be fenced so trying to calculate a a cost for this you know how much the the fence is going to take um, moving it to probably the Corman Empire maybe the Confederation of Duchies we're looking at probably about fifteen hundred in silver for person. And for the listeners, we're on a silver right, standard, yeah. so that's a lot of wealth. Yeah. Yeah, that's significant. And then these things, and he sets these things out in front of you, that there is what looks like, well, there's a wand and a ring, that there is a crown. A crown? <laughs> nice. There is a quiver. Oh. Ooh. There's a little, little case that looks like it has some kinds of crystals or lenses inside it. Uh, there is a single pearl, and laying across the table, there is a staff. Okay. From Jacob, you also set in, I guess, in the collective pile, you set down a wand 
Or, oh, no, I already said one. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, you're just that assuming that's stuff that I had to just put in. Right. Okay, cool. So, and, but there's the last thing they say, this, they point to it. It, it seems to be a magic of something, but we've never seen anything like this before. But each one of you, just from memory, you recognize what this thing is a piece of because you know the color, you know the shapes. It's a piece of the throne of Indara. Now, wow. Now, wow. Now, who was able to get through that barrier from over here? Or well, how long ago? Right. And, yeah, and remember, I or, tried to take a piece out of it and it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. You, you thought you could, but right. you wouldn't you be able to like, not to do break anything with it. Because you're right. not evil. I'm not evil. Who would do such a thing? I mean, well, hmm. Can we get an idea? I mean, we're not all, none, none of us are stonemasons here or any way of just saying, right. like, oh yeah, this must have been broken off 17 years ago. Actually, 17 years ago to the day, this very night. There's no way for us to be able to distinguish that from looking I'm at it. I'm not sure like an actual like jeweler could do that. Right. <laughs> Carbon dating. I get on my kit. Even for all of you, you know that in recent memory, well, even from a generation, maybe even two ago, only one other party tried to do what you've done. Oh yeah. And that is you found their dead bodies there in that barrier at the, uh, the gate of the ages. James Hilton. So for anyone else to have done something like that. Probably uh, predates that. It, it would have to predate that. Mm. And it could be as far back as that these Razia wizards, or whoever has owned this tower or that region land, or think about too from different households you've been in that have been robbed when the cataclysm first happened that destroyed Bravis and the beginning of the Krenlin Protectorate happened, it could have been from way back there. And it's been a household heirloom ever since that time. Interesting. So they... So they probably didn't know anything about it. Does, does anybody here, I mean, so we have this all this stuff on the table, but does anybody here know what any of this stuff does? Does well, anybody recognize any of it? I mean, well, yeah, but, and, but some of this stuff is probably stolen from some of the druids that they've killed off over time. And the that kind easiest of stuff. thing to do would probably be to take it to a secure area outside the house and thereby, you know, the deadening magic effect. And doing like detect magic and arcana checks to see what we've actually got. Mm, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. that makes sense. But at that moment, Reed is, is all this stuff being laid out and he looks at it and takes notice of it. He says, this I do recognize. And he picks up that staff uh, and smiles. He's kind of like, like kind of wringing it you know, gently in his hands. Uh, this belonged to an associate of mine many, many, many years ago. And he turns to you, Zeln, and said, whatever else you do, dividing these things up, Zeln, I'd like you to have this. And we need to talk more about this later. Uh, and hands you this staff and says, you know, I guess in you know, terms, uh, it is a staff of the woodland. Uh, it will greatly assist you as a druid. Thank you. It's like if we're already taking claim to certain things, I just slowly reach over and just like pull the quiver off <laughs> my two fingers to say, I don't think anyone's going to Honestly, I'm really interested in the, uh, the piece of the throne. Yeah, yeah, but I also want to make sure that what are we going to do with the eye? I mean, they're, oh, they're yeah. going to come after that. Uh, How do we secure that? I can't well, we, cast Lemon Secret Chest. I mean, Lemons or... Lemons. Lemons. <laughs> like Lemon Secret. <laughs> I cast it doesn't work lemon. half the time. <laughs> lemon Secret Zest. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever the guy's name yeah. is or girl, I can't cast that chest again because um, I can't... Uh, I can't use that power more than once a day. I guess, mm, right. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah. we just keep that in the dead magic zone for now. And then I was thinking we stash, well, one, we arrange a meeting with Cormac. He probably will try to kill us because we just blew up the thing he was trying to take over. Yeah, I think you guys went like a little too far with what he was expecting you guys to do. Yeah. Maybe we can just I go, whoops. Um, 
uh, who's like, well, your guys unleashed magical experiments and blew up the tower. Why are you getting mad at us? That, right. No, yeah. we didn't. Well, that's what I heard. <laughs> I thought you said kill everybody. I said peaceful at all costs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no survivors means no witnesses. Actually, it wasn't us at all. It was a bunch of apes. I have no idea where, how that yeah. happened. Uh, but he's probably going to put it together because I was already talking about pulling down a tower using Umber Hulks. So yeah, I think he's pretty. Yeah, but Mars anyway, too. so what? we have combat with that, and then once that's resolved, we um, I was thinking stash it in Azongo's tower. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. The, uh, so we're the... not going to leave it here with the Baron. No, not with the Baron. We're going to leave it here in the Dead Magic Zone, so it can't be you know usable. Okay. or detected. So yeah. Bolt, uh, uh, are you guys comfortable? I mean, this people are going to come after this, and we thought that they couldn't get into um, the Roth House, and they got in. Is there a good place that you could hide this? Or it, it's possible that right now this is the safest place in the entire city. Probable that this is the safest place in the entire city. Okay. The, safe, the, the next safest place is not in the city. So yeah. right, yeah. yeah. All, All right, right. So let's uh, let's grab our uh, gathering stuff. Things up. we think what magical and goth side yeah. and the. Yeah, either you're doing a detect magic ritual, or I'm just casting it with a spell slot. And Indoners people, they're gathering up uh, what's some like like magically looking things that look exotic, and then money, art objects. Yeah, and uh, uh, they're they're filling up their own sacks with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely cast it. Well, as they're a probably ritual. taking most of it to fence it. Right. Let's not um, let's not use any spell slots. We don't have to. I'll I'll um, cast. Yeah, uh, uh, Silk, is there a place that we can go that's maybe not in plain view of the main courtyard, some back yard that we can stay There actually in? is, and Zellin, you already know about this, that uh, you go like way downstairs in a basement, and when you walk through a series of rooms and what's tantamount to tunnels, you're underground, out of sight, but he says, okay, in here, it's just a blind chamber. It's like the, the deepest part of the catacomb under his complex you're outside the circle of protection. Is there a cask of Amontillado too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see newly fresh to laid bricks across uh, uh, two columns. For the love uh, of God, Montresor. Yes. For, for the, the love, love of God. God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I forgot her name. Uh, Inda, does Inder, do, do her yeah. people, um, I'm, I'm guessing we're not going to bring them with us. Are they just going to take their... Um, no, yeah. Their they, they, took most of, they took most of the stuff right. so they can then fence it because they're the ones with the criminal contract. Exactly so right. Yes. Yeah, so they're, making they're, sure they're yeah. heading their own direction. Not that we don't trust <laughs> them, but they did just kind of steal a whole bunch of stuff from a tower and just make um, sure before we go further. I in. don't trust them. Yeah, I, I just think they're good to have on hand because they obviously you know, didn't get themselves well, it was killed part, in all it was, this. It was part of the deal to make use of the Umber Hawks. The Umber yeah. Hawks right. to yeah. make yeah. all this happen. So yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll make sure that they- They were reliable because they got paid. They take what they need to take and then we just make sure that they're out the door outside of the courtyard and then we'll probably go down and, and look at the gear. All right, so with all that done, so within the next hour or so that you're finding out the following information that the wand and the ring that uh, you found or you, you uh, uh, stole from that dead wizard, Jacob. Okay, yeah. It's a wand of magic detection. Oh, Nice. <laughs> and this again. Continue so not using spell slots. <laughs> was this uh, Zelen or is this Boris that's doing this? Zelen. Zelen. Okay, yeah. Okay. She did the ritual. Right. And then the ring is a ring of spell storing. Ooh. Nice. The the crown is a circlet of blasting. Dibs. Whoa. And all I can picture with I that. I love that you say dibs. Is, <laughs> what does it even mean? Is not the, dibs. <laughs> like the, circlet of blasting. Uh, I... Remember the once uh, I'm attuned to it, I can do scorching ray once a day. Um, oh, nice! So yeah, I'm claiming that because I currently have the worst options for ranged, which is throw stick. What I, <laughs> what I can't it's help a pointy but, stick, but it's still just a stick. What I can't help picturing is from the uh, I think the third season, I think it was of Avatar: The Last Airbender, the guy that would go 
and you yeah. shoot a thing out of his forehead. Sparky, Sparky, yeah. Boom, Sparky, Man. Sparky, 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 Boom Man. Right, yeah, yeah, like that, but A, I'm not part Gollum, and B, it's a crown, not my literal forehead. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody did a tattoo circle of blasting on his head. Yeah, right. Uh, also, there that, is... There's an idea. The quiver is a quiver of Falgar, and that would be a, a, like a relatable item to a quiver of Ilona. Okay, so okay. A s- storage thing for all kinds of... Yeah, a lot project, of arrows and like stuff. javelins and, and a whole yeah, bunch. Yeah, why not just stash like <laughs> three, I think it's insane. Yeah, so you can what? have a lot of, lot of, lot of arrows. Hey, yo, Bolt, I need a few more bows. <laughs> <laughs> so eyes, the next one, the lenses are eyes of minute seeing. Okay. So giving you a, a better chance to, to detect things up close, like when you're doing searches, investigations, things like that. Or secret doors and crap. Ooh. Right. Uh, the next item is a pearl of power. Nice. I, I was going to guess that's what it was because I can't imagine there's too many pearl things that are magical items. Yeah, right. So that's just that's just like you store a, a spell. No, other right? way around. It, it, you recover a, a spell slot of up to fourth level. Nice. <gasps> or no, fourth up, level. Up, to, up to third, I oh, think. If, Sorry. Only, if only we knew someone who was trying to do respell, like like getting their spells back right now. Oh, yeah, but, oh, well, throw but it, she's trying it to get the shoulder. fourth, not third. Oh, but it does cut off at four. Or right. three, no, at uh, third, yeah. Okay. And then the last thing is a Staff of the Woodlands, and it does... All kinds of stuff. Yeah, casts a bunch of spells and can turn it to a tree. Right. right. Oh, cool. All kinds what of kind things. of tree? Hey, back up, monster. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it just says tree. I was going to say, if Zelda turns yeah, into arguably, a... you could set what kind of tree each time you turn it into a tree. So that means, like, Zelda, I need to go somewhere. It's like, and I just... Jump. And you jump. Yeah. That'd be so funny. That would be really cool. I'll bet she it comes up back into a staff before you leave and get squeezed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, Come like, the staff just gets really big, really all of a sudden I'm still inside it. Hey, right. since I was kind of resting and relaxing and I got my third level spells back, am I allowed to change which one I have prepared during that no, time No, you too? need to take a long rest to re-prepare spells. Good question, but, Very good question, yes. If we weren't better prepared to answer it, then you might have gotten away with it. All right. <laughs> so, Unfortunately, when, I have read way too many of the rules. <laughs> yep. So when you guys get back upstairs... Um, bold... And I'm, I'm wearing the circlet too, so I can attune to it. All right. Oh, wait a minute. So who has the ring? Uh, oh, the ring of spell storing? Um, no one at the moment. I am out of, uh, with that, um, I'm assuming the quiver, yeah, you guys said it requires attunement. Yeah, so I am out of attunement slot, so I have, I can't take anything else. Uh, I think I've actually got one more attunement slot. I have no Would idea. Would you like a ring of spell storing so you can have uh, even more smites per day? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, circlet of blasting, ring of protection. Oh, yeah, I think how many, I How many spells does this one have? It was like supposed to be like up to five. Do you know how how many levels? It, well, you'll probably find this out. It's a non-attunable item, I think. So or uh, it is attunable. No, it requires attunement. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of that attunement period, we'll just like play this forward. It could hold like. I don't picture us could. going back out in the Five, city for a bit. Yeah. But it is currently empty of spells. Nice. There's nothing in it. So it's, nice, a, nice, it's a nice. tabula rasa. All right. So when you're back upstairs. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Ellen. So you have the again. ring, right? Yes. Who has the pearl? You that makes oh, sense. I that you do, yeah. yeah, once a day you can just you can just uh, is it is it a one time use item or is it once per day? Thing? Once per day. Yeah. So that, and is that an attunement thing? Uh, no, that's just I think it's a use. Uh, okay. Um, so I have the pearl. per day thing. Uh, it requires attunement. Oh yeah, man, come on. This 5e. is an right? Making magic items dumb. If I had a twin, what about a what right? about the staff? Do I have attuned to that too? You do. So that's an attunement. If we just grow an extra your arm, ring of protection. Us... Yeah, and I have a ring of protection already that's a toonie. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what about the wand? Who has the wand? Uh, sounds like we're not using the wand then. Uh, I, 
the wand well, shouldn't no, be. No, no, the wand is... Yeah, the um, wand's just a wand. Wand's not Yeah, wand doesn't require that. You can hold it, though. Yeah, you, 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 you tend to be our magic detector. Yeah. So I should hold the wand. So now yeah. it takes us 10 minutes less time to cast Detect Magic, because you can just go bippity boppity okay, so boo. I've got the pearl, the staff, and the wand. All right, so when you guys are back upstairs, you've come you're back through those various tunnels and chambers that are underground in this complex that you see that Bolt and Reed are talking to each other and they're nodding their heads. They look at Silk and say, I think three or four of us should go out into the city. Those of us that can move about a little more easily and get information and find out what is happening in the city. And Bolt turns to you, Jacob, and says, why don't you be part of that team? Let's go out in teams of two and we can see what we can find out while we really should just lay low until things calm down in the city itself. Yeah, I think I'm I'm reasonably certain that I'm probably the least recognizable yeah. of the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing a crown now. I can't be. <laughs> I can't. Be, I'm not conspicuous. I'm fabulous. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're gone for let's say three or four hours. Oh man! All right. All that I need is for you to make a do three information gathering. I guess investigation. Okay. I can do that. Are is you sure? Within one of, is, is he within one foot of whatever's going on? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. the way you said investigation means it's not like you're trying to convince me. Are you sure that's what you want? Uh, 18, 5, and 7. Okay. Investigation is definitely one of my strong suits. All right, I'm just rolling to see who has found out what on these teams. Gotcha. So would you rather go out with Bolt or with Silk? Oh, Bolt. Let's do Bolt. Okay. He seems like he'd be... I don't know. Going on a life-changing field trip with Zuko. Exactly. <laughs> I want to go on my life-changing trip. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> Avatar yeah, references. The, yeah. It's, All right, so here's well, the, it's a very good story. It, it really is. is. It honestly relates very well to what we're trying to do. So in four hours, you guys just agreed to come back to okay. Silk's place. Anything you guys would say you're doing, or are you just like waiting? Um, your, I am, your attunements are done. I am dumping spells into the ring. Because I want to have them nice and stocked up. Nice. Okay. So is that and like two second level smites and a first level? Yeah. I'm looking at the stuff. <laughs> you know, the one thing I am curious about is I have one of the magic owl feathers. If I attach that owl feather to the staff, does it do anything? When you, when you do things like that, uh, there isn't like a, a prescribed what happens to it. So it might be a case of where as you're attuning to it and you understand what the staff is going to do or what spells it can cast that since there is like it came from a magical creature the reason why they're so good for the arrows is because the arrows have to have that fletching on it and it's because it came from magical creature that there's a benefit to it but it isn't just like you can snap magical components together and it's going to oh, make a make a new they're not thing. legos they're not legos yeah so but you'll you will find out they're things not about bored the staff. either <laughs> Uh, All right. Okay. So, so that's what so I'm, I'm wondering. Like, do. It lets I'm, you turn into things. Maybe you attach that and it lets you become a giant owl. That'd be maybe. Cool. So we'll see. Jacob, Plant that little seed of an idea. All right. We'll find out about that later. <laughs> so, Jacob, you, in talking to somebody, and again, people are trying to move back down the city, they're trying to back to their homes, that it, it came up very, very clearly that martial law is being implemented. And you see people wearing both the Taybard of the Razio Wizards like in some tattered sort of form as though they're pulling parts of that off as well as those of the Baron of Baron Fleetwood, that they're all imposing the Baron's will. Okay. They're all talking like, in the name of the Baron, return to your homes. Martial law has been established. And you're like, wait, 
I even recognize like, that guy. That guy as, swung at me. Like, yeah, being like defending the Razia Wizards, and it's as though they 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 all, many. So Boris's prediction oh, yeah. is right that that they just tried flipping left and right when they saw where the power was going. All right they care is about the payday. Now, um, another uh, see it money is, lets me buy food. I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, true. Silk found out that someone that's being referred to as the Jaguar, and it seems to be that he was the oldest among the Razia Wizards was spotted, already spotted, fleeing the city in the direction of the Confederation of Duchies. And that wasn't just like alone and by himself, but with a whole entourage. Oh, like wow. he moved numerous people out and they're heading out of this region yeah, altogether. Yeah, makes sense. And that they're like, they've been gone. It's been like four hours since the tower fell, four <laughs> or five. My house got blowed up. I'm going to go fight in a war because I can get, you know, power and influence that way instead. And, and he's been gone for like four Four and a half hours. Makes like yeah. he had an exit plan ready to go in case things went sideways. Contingencies. Uh, Jacob, you found out that the Melee Menagerie was won by Irina Radabaugh. <laughs> 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 and what? Was, she turned into an ogre and fought or something? Apparently, she trains bears. Huh? Are you kidding? Are you actually not, not at all? No, that, <laughs> that, that she would have lost, but suddenly inexplicably all of the Razia wizards left the field of competition and she was like the default winner oh at that point. God. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so oh, here we go. It, uh, like Ariana Radabaugh, her nickname is Domino because her power is luck. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing found out by uh, Reed is that it looked at the Razia wizards from what he's getting, whatever contacts that he has through steel cloud is that, the Razia wizards are trying to find out which Razia wizard betrayed them and brought their tower down. That it, it's coming out that the Razia wizards think they've done this to themselves. Nice. Because they wouldn't believe that That's anybody beautiful. would have the power. And apparently there was advanced magic going on that was making all this happen. Oh, now, like the only thing going through my head is right now is like, oh my God, what if we just, is there some way that we can get the name Hugo Cormac on someone else's uh, lips to the point where we get news later that Hugo Cormac's been killed and just go ahead and take that off of our plate? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so we don't no, have to do that later. That's a great idea. I'm trying to think of Gosh, it. I wonder. Yeah. All right. So they also think, well, we think it should be a case of where we should lay low for a handful of days. Yeah. It'd be good sense. just not to go out for a little while. But like we yeah. just obey martial law. Right. So in a little while, you guys are going to get a full night's sleep. You're going to wake up. Here's my question about the uh, yeah. um, about the street kids, though. What happens to them during martial law? Do they, are they still just kind of wandering around? Are they just kind of, do they hide and not be seen kind of thing? Or? That's a really good They're probably place. holing up either with um, Reed or here. Yeah. I was about to say just that, that uh, one of them is, uh, Tim is with Reed and uh, Bob is with the uh, your guys down at the uh, Urn and Skillet. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Uh, and the last one. Leo. Leo and Asher. We had two um, more. Oh, I think about both Leo and Asher are here as okay. runners for you guys and nice. staying here at Larkin's. And the, uh, and the fake Jacob is, I'm guessing, here too. <laughs> fake Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> you keep adding names to this. No, no, no. Jacob was uh, was Larkin's, uh, Larkin's guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First up, we heard, Jacob? What? What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Different Jacob. Yeah. Okay. I'm no. pretty sure he just called some random guy who wasn't Jacob, Jacob, just to screw with you. Probably. So during that time period, say the next day when you guys are awake, you, they, they have food, you're eating breakfast, and things are still crazy out in the city, that word comes to Larkin Silk that there was a major spell casting battle that took place up in the, uh, in the Hewlett district. And it could have been Razia Wizards, could have been Zarek, could have been other people, but it looks like martial law is a very good thing. 
that numerous buildings have been broken into, looted. There's crime is rampant across the city right now as the Razia Wizards have left just an absolute power vacuum and Baron Fleetwood is imposing what would be tantamount to a brutal martial law uh, that he has to keep everything in check. So people are not wanting to go out, uh, are stopped, questioned, searched, sent back to wherever they're going. There have been numerous confrontations over the course of just the last you know, 15, 16 hours since all this has happened. Nice. Huh. During during that day, Zelen, go ahead and roll, uh, make an insight roll. And it says, on one of the occasions that uh, you're sitting in a parlor with uh, with Reed. Real quick, um, I'm putting two branding smites and a protection from evil and good into the ring, just so we know what's in there. They're probably just going to be smite fodder, but, you know, it's two second level spells and a first level spell that I have access to okay. in addition to my usual daily spells. Fantastic, yeah. I need, you did that yesterday before we had our long correct. rest. Correct. Okay, cool. Right. So now you're, man, you're really spelled up now, aren't you? Yes. Like better all than the smites. Before. 19. Nice. You know he wants to say something to you, but it looks as though he is uncertain of how to broach the, broach the topic. Whatever it is, just say it. Just tell me. He says, Zalin, the druids have suffered so devastatingly over the course of the last decade and a half in this city, in this region, that we're, we're hardly a circle. I, I am the circle. I'm working on training some very young people that have some very minor ability. But I've thought about what you've said about the region of, in Warland itself, of Weldon. I, I, would, I would so strongly encourage you to begin a new circle of your own that you become the center and the driving force between a druid circle. And I can give you guidance in that too, but you would have to be willful yourself to take up that role of leadership. I have started to train some of the people in Weldon. Um, they, they are definitely, they have some skill up there and I did start to train them. How would I lead their circle if, I, if I'm not there? Because I can't, I can't stay in Weldon. We have a mission. Druids are... Uh, uh, groups of very independent people. Uh, you could look at it as being almost a, a looser association that we do meet at different festival times. It was a glorious time in my life, and I believed it would be rare that there were a number of very powerful druids living in or around this city. It, it was it was a great a great time of fellowship, but it is not always that way. And I think to ensure the survival that I'll make sure that there are more druids living outside of the city as I develop this circle. So you could still, the missions that you have, you seem to have a greater arcing mission that I'm not sure of the exact parameters of, but you could still pursue that and maintain and develop this circle in this new region. And then we'd have two circles in close proximity, yours and mine, uh, to strengthen the preservation of nature and uh, the, the renewed dedication to, to its development. I would be honored to start a new circle. Uh, he seems very, very pleased with that. Uh, and without going into a whole lot of narrative, he does tell you, and I think I'll just send you a document on this. Oh, jeez. Uh, the, the history, the history <laughs> of, of, that, of that staff, uh, that it belonged to one of the members of his circle. But uh, it's fitting you should have that and take this token from the circle that has been the circle here for, for generations uh, and taken into a new area. Thank you. All right. So unless you guys have any other thing to go, a couple of days are going to go by. So in that time, uh, Silk approaches you, Boris, mm -hmm. and says, 
Uh, I'm getting information. I'm finding some things out about uh, the Volkov family. I Good. should have something for you in, in another day or so. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, then after that brief exchange, unless he has more. No, that was, that was like at one point. Yeah, just kind of giving me a heads lunch. up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find either, um, I think it was uh, Bob and Asher that were here. Uh, I forget who of our runners we said was here. Uh, Leo. Leo. Leo and, and Asher. Asher. Um, Leo and Asher. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick one of them and, um, send him to the sheep shears on whichever street I was supposed to, to get in touch with, um, oh, Cormac right. to tell him that, we've, Cormac, that right. we've got the eye. Okay. So, and arrange a meeting for, um, midnight tomorrow in Garnsdale park. Yeah. We're and not going to give it to him though. No, no. Okay. We're just going to show just up. He's going to, he's going to say some, some mean words at us and then we're going to murder him. Oh, because we don't want because him to rebuild. Because we don't want him to rebuild the tower. Yeah, and he's probably going to attack us first anyway. Because we blew up the tower. Did you? Did you it send was an out? accident? <laughs> we didn't mean to. <laughs> just dimples and <laughs> like, just rub your foot on the ground. Like <laughs> sorry. Uh, do, did you send off Leo or Asher? You Does were, it matter? I'm going to go to the other one. And okay, and, so Leo nods his head and says, "Should I wait for a response or just deliver a message?" Just deliver the message. Um, uh, all right. Uh, he looks really upset because where you're telling him to go, uh, roll an insight. I don't care, kid. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how low is your DC? <laughs> it's like a 12. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks a little chagrined and you're like a little cloud on the head. Get going. Well, well, <laughs> Well, I'm sitting uh, right can, there. Can I, I can, get one too? I can see that he looks chagrined. I just can't figure out why. What's the issue? Right. Um, I just, uh, I, I've heard that the sheep shears have a connection to the Razia wizards, and it just doesn't seem like a very safe place to go right now. That's why I'm sending you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but yeah. I'm, I'm sending him to take a message to the Razia wizards. Their connection is literally why I'm sending yeah. him. Um, I'm just wondering if I should just go myself. I maybe, wouldn't think maybe, so. Maybe pay him a little extra. Mm, yeah, I'll do that. Hazard um, pay. Yeah, four silvers instead of two. Um, he, he he smiles and nods. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and he still he looks over at Asher, and Asher's like shrugs his shoulders, <laughs> like been good knowing you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope to well, see you at lunchtime. Before I make my request, what what is the um, the severity of martial law when it's in effect here? What's what are you are and are not allowed to do? There's very limited movement. Like some people have to go out during the day even just to get food. You know, there is no refrigeration. So uh, it's for uh, tasks that are absolutely necessary. But people expect to be stopped. There is no open market being like maintained the way it is normally. Then I won't send Asher to the palace. Never mind. Because okay. that seems like even more of another kind of death mission because I was going to try and get word to Tide up there, but I don't know if that's worthwhile <laughs> doing at the moment. You say that, Damien's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you could go to the sheep shear. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't yeah, you just tell uh, me to burrow into the rubbly ruins of the Razia Tower and give me get some of those tokens? You left there, right? Yeah, the, the um, I could token. cast Longstrider on on the kid so he could go. F I think he'd rather pass without trace. Um, I could probably do that too. Well, your your staff can do that at will. Oh, my staff can do that at will. Can or I do it at Asher? Asher. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So um, if I'm I'm around, right? I mean, because oh, it's yeah, not yeah, a big yeah, place. Yeah, it's martial law. So, yeah. um, Asher, I, I have the ability to cast something on you that would make it hard for people to see you. Would, would you like me to do that? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, my lady. 
So, That'll be four silver. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do that. All right. I'm just uh, rereading Veil of Shadows, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Plus 10 on Yeah, plus checks. 10 on dexterity checks. Yeah. Cool. That's marvelous. Yeah. So he takes off and Leo is looking like, what? So he gets that. Okay. I see all that. Wait a minute. Does Leo also, did you, I thought you decided not to no, give I was Leo gonna the send, mission. I was going to send Leo on. Okay. Like, well, I, I thought don't... you sent Leo on. Uh... I didn't care which one I sent. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other you, one. And you blessed the one I sent. Yeah, yeah, I okay. blessed the one that... No. Okay, gotcha, I gotcha. wasn't going to send mine actually to the palace because that just seems kind of... Uh, yeah, you're pretty sure you wouldn't be able to get in. Yeah. yeah. Poking right. yonder bear. The one that heads down that way. All right. Do we want to send a message to the Baron? Because I could cast sending and we could just send it directly to him without us having to be in I, the streets. I'd rather we get everything resolved so we can report completeness as Got opposed it. to... It's like, hey, yeah, we're mostly And do done. we want to complete our own mission before we communicate with him too because you know we still got our uh, <laughs> our actual mission before you volunteered us for this situation we had our own mission uh, Is, are there like kids who are the palace like runners like that like if we saw one of them or if we were able to get one of them yeah they're here? called pages they're knights in training yeah oh, they're, okay. actu they're actual people that are generally armed walking around okay so i don't know I, like there might be a better way of us to rather than magically send the word out there yeah, we might just find one of those pages or find that. someone and just oh. well we tell the baron like uh like uh, expect a full report tomorrow or in two days kind of thing like while while we wait for for tensions to die down in the city, we, uh, we, I do we think will we report. should just stand by with that. You it don't want to send him any? No, just stand by with it. It would be a given. He would because he 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 knows how to get a hold of where you are. He can send to you. You can only imagine how busy he has got to be I mean, with this city he? and this kind of turmoil. I don't know right how now. ingrained uh, like Johan Street is, but I'm wondering like would it be difficult for even him to get people over to where we are? He has an army. Yeah, well, but and we have a get, Hulk. He could get somebody to yeah. the gate. <laughs> I'm on his side. <laughs> he, could, he could get somebody to the gate who could then get the word to us. Okay. I mean, he yeah. might not be able to come and knock on he our door. He knows where we are, but he's not going to come and knock on our door. Exactly. But it does make sense to give him a handful of days just to let him consolidate his, okay. his authority. With yeah, the, the he's gun. busy. Yeah, he's really busy. All right, and but he's anyway. he's probably making moves against the Zerak as we speak. <laughs> I feel like we're playing hard to get. Like uh, a, <laughs> Boris, a couple of hours later, I, I believe I said it was Leo that was going, so we'll go with Leo, the, okay. uh, not Asher. So Leo Whichever. returns and he says, uh, my lord, the message was uh, communicated to uh, the sheep shears. And if those are sheep shears, then uh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm a basket of thatch. There, there's just, there's no way that they're actual sheep shears whatsoever. Uh, I would say that more than likely, it was a couple of their, uh, their lower tier magicians and maybe some of their elite guards. Thank you for doing that. Um, yes, yeah, so they said that uh, at, at midnight, at uh, Garnsdale Park. Good. And so we'd probably, I, I, you know, alert the others if they weren't already and kid out to get an early night so I can be fresh and ready. Okay. For midnight. Okay. Another long rest. Yay. <clears throat> All the long rests. So then unless you have any other like tasks to do, are you all heading up then to Garnsdale Park? Oh, uh, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. I think uh, the only thing that I may have will probably have done since I now know how the quiver works, I'll go ahead and you know stuff it with my arrows and things like that. I don't <laughs> put my javelins in it too. Essentially, if you Honestly, guys want, yeah. um, I will, so all of my arrows, all of my things are in there. I, I want to ask Larkin or um, Silk because I did like one of the, I don't remember who Bolt said it. Or but Silk? Yeah, oh, yeah, Larkin is Silk, yeah. Dang it, I've done that so many times now. <laughs> one of the two of them is like, do you have a spare bow? Something that I can have that if, if I'm ever walking into a situation where I have to give up my bow, I can keep my fox bow 
in my quiver. Yes, absolutely. So a lark and silk retrieves a, a bow. Yeah, a very standard, non-magical bow, True, yeah. but, so, a, but a good bow. And I'll stow the fox bow in my quiver, and I'll keep that one in my hand. And I'll, that's, that's what I've done in this time. Okay. So, and I, I'm going to suggest that I cast Pass Without Trace on each of us as we move towards the, um, mm, towards the yeah, meeting place. Yeah, that'd be place. a good call. Yeah, I like that. So how many times can you do that? As many now, times as I want. I think we just took another long rest. Or no, this is, yeah, this is the second this is spell. From, yeah. This is from my staff. Oh, this is from true. Oh, that's itself. what we're doing. Dang. So, and it lasts an hour. Yeah, you can also use an action to cast Pass Without Trace. Yeah, just an action. Yeah. It took us like yeah. 30 minutes to get down here when we were really taking our time. So I think and an hour should be more than enough. And you get a 10 bonus to dexterity checks. Dexterity stealth checks, yeah. Oh, yeah. just ah. stealth, not just stealth. all. Just stealth. Right. Now, what time are you leaving here? Yeah, so what, uh, what Jacob said a moment ago is, uh, is a, a very pointed um, statement. So what time are you leaving? What time do you want to arrive there? A little early so we can like, see them arrive, kind of watch the place, I think. So give me like half hour, 15 yeah, minutes, 30, hour 30 minutes. early. Like, yeah. We'll leave here at 11, try and get there by 1130 if we're taking our time. Okay. All right. I think I think I think that's what you said when we were coming back from the, well, the it tower. Took it, half an hour when we were fighting a crowd. Yeah. So it, it like we we didn't get here in any sort of a fast manner. If we're taking like the same kind of very slow, methodical way back, it'll probably take the same amount of time. Okay. So uh, let's say if you left it around eleven ish, and uh, you're heading up into the streets, you're moving. It is martial law. Uh, so go ahead and make those stealth checks right now that you're avoiding any kind of patrol. It's just a plus ten, not like advantage, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Ah, ooh. So at Math. disadvantage because of my armor, thanks to your spell, I'm rolling a 24 oh, instead of a wow. 14. Oh, wow. I'm doing big math numbers and I'm struggling. Uh, 37. There we go. Holy <laughs> nice. Moses. So no one even knows. You guys lose track of Jacob as you're walking. And there. I rolled uh, 18 plus 10, so 28. Nice. Yeah, 30, so, 36, sorry. Uh, so I'm the worst of 24. Yeah, yeah, so you guys are, well, that that was a, a great item to, to have in the thing. Yeah, so nice. Well done. Yeah, so you are making your way up there, and it only takes you about 15 minutes. It's about quarter after. Even when we're like stealthing. And you're there, right. Now, but what you see, though, is that coming down the length, so you guys are in the, the street just opposite the corner of the park where the main gated entrance is. It, the gate's in one of the corners to the rectangle. And then down that long length, actually at the very end of that other long length, you see the rubble and there's like 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 light coming from inside it of the actual collapse of the Razia Tower. It's just beyond wow. Park in that direction. But moving between there, moving up toward you is a group of people and they're talking, giving directions. So it, it could be a group of guards, but it just they're not moving that way. So either roll your I think it's multiple like perceptions. Do it as an investigation. Uh, you could also roll that as your siege craft because look okay. and see how military-like they're moving. But you can all roll that. <clears throat> 16. And what are we rolling? Perception? Uh, as an investigation, you're putting a number of different things together to make a, a, a judgment and not just like, what do I see or what do I hear? <clears throat> so my perception is a plus eight. My investigation is a plus three. So it's the investigation. One. Oh, so it's yeah. 17. My okay. investigation is lower too. Eight. All right, so you're getting this idea that you, you get there just like a whisper, but as they're coming toward you, a couple of you say to the other ones, uh, that, that is not a, a group of mercs. That, that's not even like the, the guards in the city. That could be Cormac himself. Mm. Mm. 
He's got his that, own entourage. That they're yeah, he's not alone, and they're moving down the length of that gate as though they were getting there early too to get into positions before the whole thing started. Cool. Uh, survival check. Uh, I've I've only now realized how big this uh, uh, forest this this park actually is. Are there big enough pine trees for me to actually be able to use my armor's ability? Uh, roll a percentile. Oh, percentile. Percentile. Eighty-five. No, fifty-eight. Um, Let's go that way. Fifty-eight. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> okay. I know what I'm going to try and do. Um, what are, are they moving in particular directions? Uh, almost straight toward you. They're coming right down the length of the fence that's on that that south north running line, the long line of Gonchdale Park. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. And they're, they're heading what would be right to the corner. They're going to make like a, almost an about face into the gate itself, and then into the park. And you are just opposite the street at that gate area. How uh, how far does Dimension Door take us? Um, it seems weird to use it to get into battle, but if we can go, if we can just appear further into the park and not have to run across the street and them seeing us first. Hold, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also tactically mentioning that to everyone else, like, do you think that's a good idea if we want to avoid being and seen can we across step the off the path? So if they haven't noticed us, it'd be nice if they did. I'm imagining we're, we're ducking They have not right noticed now. you yet. No, you guys are very, very stealthy. 500 hit. feet. 500 feet. Okay. That's uh, well. That's the dimension door. Yeah, it has wow. a range of up to five hundred feet. Wow, that is huge. Yeah, it's actually shorter than what it used to be. Okay, yeah. but is that just you, or is that people up to a certain number of people along with you? Uh, that is herself, as much gear as she can carry, and one creature of her choice that's willing, and as much gear as it can carry. Only one. Mm. Okay, and there's, it's just the three of us, right? Uh, you two maneuvering right. into an ambush, I think, would be a better call than maneuvering Zelen and myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that too. <clears throat> so then. If anything, then if making an ambush, it's going to be just outside Garnsdale Park right here in the street in front of the gate, because that's where you'll be. Yeah. Uh, maneuvering <clears throat> into the park and they'll probably see me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus All right. Wondering. So that's a matter of their perceptions too. So what are you going to do then, Zellan? I don't understand the question. <laughs> uh, are you going to use your ability to teleport yourself no. and Jacob to? Oh. No. I think that we're going to, I mean, we're all talking together. We're like huddled up and trying to make a plan. Sure. So I think... They don't know we're here. I, I I can't send us all to get the drop on them. I say we create an ambush down here at this end. Let them come to us. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, are we at least going to try and take them into the park or are we going to fight them in the streets? I don't Semantic. Care. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, at least it would be nice not park. to set the trees all on fire. Again. Okay, fine. But, you know. Uh, these buildings that we're next to, how easy would it be to get on a roof or on a, uh, on a, what's the, what's the thing that's a, a lower roof? Awning? Balcony? The awning. There we go. Like okay. a balcony or an awning. Yeah, they weren't made to be defensive buildings. There are a couple that are further off the street, but again, the, the buildings right around where you are, most of them have like larger lawns out in front of them uh, okay. around the park itself. So to get to a building... Uh, that was the difficulty you guys had had before, where there were things that were following you on the, the rooftops, but then they had to go to ground because there aren't the same buildings as close by each other again. So I'll ask our more um, uh, siegecraft inclined person. Okay. Uh, the, the people that like, as they're walking towards us, like, can you see what they, what they used to fight? What kind of, what are they equipped with? Um, yeah, I think that's reasonable. Because there, there are like what's tantamount to magical street lamps. How so many for those of you listening, when I was asked that, I just looked over at the master to see what I'd know. <laughs> that it looks like the majority of them are not armed at all. Mm. Uh, and then there's only a couple of people that do actually. Is there, there's some movement. Actually, they're starting to flare out away from the fence. The one in the lead is pointing off to his left-hand side. 
and they're starting to like form a line and an arc as they're moving forward. Uh, two of them at the extreme edge of that look to be armed with crossbows and long swords. I've changed my mind about getting up into a, a higher position. That's just so. How many are there? Uh, it looks like there's like about six people. It looks like one radius of were, a moonbeam. They were exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if we're if we if if we're okay with not having conversation, if we're okay with striking, let me. If they're close enough, let me strike now, is where there, I can catch more of them. Is there any information that we need to get from Cormac, or are we really? Are, just we, going are really? we assuming he will most likely attack us? Yeah. So I say, let me let me strike first and see how many of them I can catch. Kill right. first, ask questions later. All right, go for it. Um. Okay. So how can far all, away are they? Uh, they are still about 80 feet away. Oh, oh can we, 80. Can we, can we all ready actions? Yeah, sweet. I'm going to fire a circle of blasting at Cormac. All right. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and roll in nits just so we know where we are in this. But this is going to be coming out as a, a what is tantamount to uh, your free action. Um, well, it's our surprise round. It's your surprise yeah. round before. Yeah, they, they just, you guys are so hidden. They don't know that you're there. Okay. I need a second because I've got to figure out if I should cast Moonbeam or if I should cast Lightning Stuff. And don't forget to add your decks to your. You your should definitely cast Ice Storm. So. Ice Storm. It'll, yeah, have, it'll it's have a your bigger biggest damage. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and, and I'll, I'll, I'll switch my bows for my good one. Yeah. What am I supposed to add? Your dexterity modifier. Dexterity. So just keep on rolling d20s until they die. <laughs> <laughs> And I think uh, just from a, sta- a, a, not a strategy standpoint, I, I'm just going to wait, even though I think I knitted higher than her. Nope, nope, I did not. Okay, cool. I'm just going to wait for her ice storm thing to happen first and then that's, fire at them. That's the inciting okay. event. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What did you get for your knit? Uh, 15. Nice. All right. What did you get? 17. Nice. And she's at 20. Nice. Ah, okay. I think. And then what's better, thunder, uh, lightning bolt, or moonbeam? Um... Moonbeam's good because it, it stays. Yeah, uh, as long as I'm, as long as I don't lose concentration. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd go with Moonbeam to have it on anybody who's staying clustered. Got it. And then either moving it if there's another cluster or lightning bolting groups. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. To when you ask which one's better, the answer is both. <laughs> yeah, but it's a you know I've got it's <clears throat> at the point that you were saying Zell and like they're I said they're fanning out to trying to flare out when the lead person pointed off to his left, they are at a line that is like moving from left to right, the first person to the last of about 30 feet. And you can tell at that that there's actually seven people, not six in the total group. One was behind somebody else you couldn't see. And they're not quite you know, fanned out as far as they'll go. You know, To put it in like gridded terms, each person's in what's like their own five foot square as they're moving off to the right. And then toward the end, one person is behind a person. So just when it comes to area of effect, whatever you're you're about to do, that that's that's where it would be to catch all of those people. Okay. So, am I allowed to do something? I ended it at a twenty. Where are you? And I'm at a uh, what? A seventeen. And I've got a fifteen. And that's intermixed with all of them too. Right. All right. So top of the round, Zelen. I'm casting Ice Storm, which is a range of three hundred feet. Um, it it pounds rock hard ice to the ground in a twenty foot radius with a 40-foot high cylinder centered on one point within the range. And I'm going to center it on, I'm going to center it in such a way that I can catch the maximum number of them. What did you say the radius was? Uh, 20-foot radius. 20-foot radius. Okay, so 40-foot So there's only going to be a couple of them that aren't going to. So I mean, so long as they're all within 40 feet of each other, you should be able to get. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Radius is just like from the edge to the middle. Yeah. Oh. And then the other side. Yeah, so you could catch all of them in it. (laughs) All right, so... Uh, I get a saving throw. You're making a uh, 
Do you? And they, Each they creature look- in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. Here okay. comes 70 20s. A creature, a creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a Ooh, fail. You're going to need some dice. Uh, let me just start rolling these things up. Here's some, here's some d8s. Okay. And it's how many d6s? 2d8 and 4d6. 2d8 and 4d6. Oh. So, I need d6s. These are mine. Yeah. You need more. All right. And I'm rolling. Saves right now. I got an eight. I got one eight and a five. That's a lot. That's, nice, yeah. That's a lot. So <laughs> totals. And then do your um, D6. Yeah. So that's uh, 13. And then 46. And then D6s. Let's just go with 46. Just, uh, just. Okay. Uh, six, 10, 17. Yeah. That nice. Was, so that that's everything? That's total? Yeah, 17 and... 17 uh, and... 13 bludgeoning, 17 cold. 30 yeah. points of damage. 30 points of damage. Like, then that half, is, I think, to anything uh, that made I'm, their save. Yeah, I'm rolling uh, saves right that now. That is fantastic. Here, I'll take the, the dice back for Victor and I. These are mine. Yep. These are yours. Thank you, Kylie. Okay. Ooh. And um, I think, um, based on what you said... Like, so they look hired. They look like they're, they're someone that Cormac paid to come and protect them, for the most part. They're probably... Why are you asking me? Uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm wondering, like, based on our observations. From, from, what, from what I can gather, there are other spellcasters, so it's probably his cell of the Razi wizards that survived. Dang it, so it's not like they're going to flee if he if he goes down, so if we just oh, center yeah. our yeah, attack that, on him. Yeah, that would be a good idea. It's not like, oh, there goes the guy paying I don't, us. The, the people, the pe- maybe the mercenaries might, the people with bows and arrows, but the but the wizards aren't. That that's If they shoot at you, drop them. If they don't, ignore that's them. <laughs> I'm just wondering like, who to fire at first. I think I'm still just going to go for Cormac, just because I think he's the... He's the driving force of all this. If, yeah. he, if he goes down, maybe they will just decide, eh, not And maybe worth it. he'll take some damage from the ice storm and then he's below his maximum hit points. Well, they're all taking damage unless they have evasion. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you did at least 15 damage to every single person in there, which is not nothing. That is insanity. That's actually, yeah, that's actually really, really good. Yeah, that's. I'm still working out all the numbers right now because it's a, there's a whole bunch of them. That's the equivalent of a fantastic round for me, like if, <laughs> and, on one guy. So, yeah, good. Thank fantastic. You. Spellcaster does spellcaster thing. Yeah, spellcaster does brutal spellcaster thing. Wow. Yeah, that that is pretty pretty devastating. Uh, people have taken damage all throughout the line. They're at different points right now. Uh, no one just dies and drops outright with that. But you would guess, looking at it all, that uh, there are a few people that must have failed their saves because they're looking Getting mighty. Getting hit directly yeah, by big old chunks mighty, of ice. Yeah, big thing of ice just breaks <laughs> on their head. <laughs> Ouch. That's my head, and I was using that. Um, he's, so. He might be alive, but he's definitely underneath that one really big piece of ice. Yeah, right. All right, so that was that round. Uh, Jacob, do, okay. it's 17. Uh, do we, um, can I pick out Cormac in the crowd? Can I figure out which one he is? I, yeah, you think the guy that's giving the directions that pointed his arm out would be most likely. Uh, that one. Uh, uh, firing an owl arrow, marking him as my quarry with a bonus action, and doing that. Ooh, how's a 27? Hits. Cool. All right. So he's no, oh, and he is below his hit point maximum. Yep. He, he so, and that's why <laughs> you, you go always first. Ask. You <laughs> always ask. And I'm gonna go <clears> ahead <throat> and spend a uh, one of one of my um, heart string things to up that to a, a a D from a D8 to a D10. Okay. One one of them. That 15 points of damage. Uh, he takes it. And next shot with the advantage from the first one is a 25 to hit. Uh, also hits. Cool. Same thing. Another you don't charge. get the uh, Colossus Slayer, though. That's on oh, the that's right. per turn. Thank you. That was the... Was that the D8 or was that, that was the D6? D8. Aw. All right. But I will up my uh, damage of D10 again for that. Uh, four plus four, eight plus... Seven. 15 points of damage again. Okay. Yeah. Great shots. Dun-dun. Then there you go. 
in my home round, I did 30 to one guy. <laughs> um, that was a great spell. <laughs> and they are aware of you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Boris. Uh, on my round, I am moving to engage and I am, uh, as an action, activating the circle of blasting to shoot some fire at uh, good old Cormac. Okay, yeah, I need to, uh, I need to reread on. Uh, it, it's just attack rolls. Okay. Uh, I have three attack rolls at plus five. Okay. Okay, twist it up. Okay, uh, first one is a 13 versus armor class. Uh, first one misses. Next up, we've got a 14 versus armor class. Misses. And the last one, we've got a 16 versus armor class. Hits exactly. Yay! Okay, so we figured it out. You said D8s or D10? D6. D6? Just one? Yeah. Which is more damage than I would have done because I'd still be 20 feet away if I had just double moved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the, the rays, right? Yeah, this is me shooting fire up my head. Uh, so he takes five points of fire damage. Oh, there's okay. no plus to that? Nope. It, it's supposed to be 6d6, but I flubbed a couple numbers. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Still. Okay, yeah, the, he's definitely... It's was, really cold, then it's really stabby, then it's really hot. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> as, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm having cold sweats right now. As a bonus action, I am casting a armor of, or a shield of faith on myself. Okay, noted. Upping hmm. my armor class. Okay, wow. Is that the disadvantage? Oh, no, he's not undead. Uh, no, it's not that one anyway. Oh. It's adding two to my armor class. Still, beneficial. Yeah, a 22 armor class sounds pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay, so top of the round, uh, 23. Oh, dang. Hugo Cormac. Whoa. Nice. Um, I think for him, the first thing he's got to do is like do something to. I, I need to change my tactics because he's really smart. I'm sure he's smarter than I am, and I want to. <laughs> I want to relook at. That's a, why I know this isn't going to be what he would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. Oh, none of us moved, did we? We all just kind of did. No, our I did. And stood here. I, I okay. moved thirty feet closer. Oh, okay. So I'm fifty feet away. I don't know. Can I use my move to duck? <laughs> like, and I'm quack, hiding behind quack, this. Quack. <laughs> it quack. What are you doing? <laughs> Thinking. That, that's what that motion means. That's... <laughs> yeah, I think to hold still, he casts an area that's between you. So I'm going to say probably the actual area where you are, Boris, where you've moved into. Yeah. Um, he's casting, um, he's spell casting. Uh, and let's see, you will need to make a dexterity saving throw. Nice. Go ahead and do that. I assume I'm within 10 feet of myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Yeah. So I get my charisma modifier to my save. Okay, go ahead. Nice. Uh, natural 17 for a 24. Okay, yeah. So you make that. Give evasion? Um, I wish. Ah. You take four points of damage. Uh, and let's see, you are not restrained. Uh, the black tentacles ah. come like up out between the cobblestones in there. As soon as you said that, they're latching like, oh, onto you. That's that tentacle spell. Um, uh. Right. So that area looks to be very difficult. It's a, a 20 foot square that's right in that area. So people need to go around if they're going to be doing that or, you know, doing things through it itself. If you just wanted a spell that screams, I'm evil, it's black tentacles sprouting from the ground. Yeah. No, it's not a subtle one. No. Okay. Next person at 22. Oh, you got to wait for that last digit. <laughs> is one of his guys. Oh, um, and he, he has a thing he is holding. Oh, nice. You hear a tone. It's like, Dum, but it's actually dissonant. And these crazy things are making the sound. Uh, let's see. Freaky. Um, so Boris. Save against like sonic stuff? Uh, make it a constitution save. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, be an 18. All right. So 
you make the save. However, you're aware of a couple things at the same time. Uh, you're still taking damage. Let me roll it, and it's halved. Uh, let's see. Seven points of damage, wow. and it feels like it's like a negative or necrotic something. Ew. Go ahead and make a religion yeah, roll. Yeah, sure thing. Just let me... As this happens. Loss. Does this does this act make a Jacob religious and he suddenly has the ability to... No, I think it's... Um... Nat 15 for an unnatural 20. Hey! Okay. Religion is actually my worst skill. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Five is your worst? Yeah. You aren't a, you aren't a good religious paladin. You were of a couple things right well, off. I'm just not that smart. One, this this secondary mage that is holding this item, you're close enough in with the, the light from one of these street lamps, these magical street lamps. Mm -hmm. You can see it and it looks like it is like bone and metal and just you're in a, in a flash of perception, Gross. you think that looks like it is a Zrek kind of artifact. So, and the sound is like making me rot and that this is what the religion check was about you feel like in some way your own sword has been contaminated the Argolian oh. steel oh. has been contaminated uh and it is actually that your sword itself is doing damage to you oh my gosh oh crap Dang. that's not good <laughs> um yeah so you and uh by those dice, that looked like pretty hefty potential damage. Yes, we won't. You, you'll find out. Like oh, if you just kind of keep going for the next round, uh, all of you heard the tone. As far as I'm like, remind me because I, I don't recall it. Do any of you have any Argolian any metal things uh, no. on your person? Unless so Violet's dagger was, is suddenly Argolian, I, I wasn't given any of that. Uh, it was not. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's, that's what I thought. It's just oh, the sword. I did forget my Argolian spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it a plus five, <laughs> stabbing yourself in the face. Uh, so Borst, there's that. Your own sword is making you take damage at this point. Gross. And you can, you probably be able to guess this sucks. how long does it take damage? You know, how long you take damage from the sword? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a proximal thing. Mm. Take All an right. action, just like wrap it in like cloth. That was at uh, 22. That was his action. And the next would be, um, yeah, that's you, Zellin, at 20. <laughs> just holding you on, just making you wait. I know, right? So is there any way if, if I can tell what's going on, do you want me to throw my staff, not my, not my good staff? Oh, wait a minute. I only have the one. Never mind. I was trying to think of something else to give you that I had that you could fight. I've with. got my hammer. Yeah, he has. He's oh, I forgot you had that hammer. Okay, good. Um, I want to try to, and I'm going to cast wall of thorns encircling the bad guys because none of them have moved, right? Uh, not yet, no. So, yeah, what are the parameters for the Wall of Thorns? So, How big an area? I can cast the Wall of Thorns. It has a 20-foot di diameter and is up to 20 feet high and 3 feet thick. It blocks the line of sight. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 78 piercing damage or half as much successful. A creature can move through the wall, alibi alibi, <laughs> albeit slowly and painfully for every one foot Creature moves through the wall. It must spend four feet of movement, and it takes 78 slashing damage on a failed save. Uh, could I make a slight suggestion? Heck yeah. Uh, putting them in that bubble means I can't get to them. And I can't fire at them um, either. So it, it, I'd, I'd advise doing the 60-foot long, 10-foot high, 5-foot thick wall instead of the dome, because then you can put a wall behind them so they can only go forward. Oh. Do they still get poked by it? If they try and retreat through it. Um, can I, can I land it close enough that they get poked? Hypothetically, yeah. Um, Summon the wall on them? Yeah, when, right. when the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dex save. So yes, you could so actually gonna... put the wall on them. All right, so and that's what I'm going to do. You know, so what's the, what are the dimensions of the wall so I know how long to know 60 how many? 60 feet long, 10 feet high, and 5 feet thick. 
Okay, it's 60 feet long. They're at a, yeah, and it, there's nothing that says you can't, it has to be like at right angles to you or I something. I thought maybe we no, could yeah. come up to the yeah. wall and like shoot down at them, like they put are, them They in are a... all still well within that length range. Yeah. Nice. So what kind of a save do I get or what kind of save do they get? <clears throat> you on a f dexterity saving throw. Okay. I mean, on well, a failed, a creature takes 7d8. Nice. And or you're, you're, half as much on a success, half, right? Is it half or, or half? Okay. You need all two right, more d8. So, let me start rolling these deck saving throws. And your spell save DC was something really high, like a 18, 17, some of that? 16, I thought. Well, don't don't she, let him get in your head. He walked away to the... <laughs> I've got to find... I know, you've of... got to find a lot of dice. Here, I have some eight-siders right here for you. No, I don't want your eight-siders. <laughs> she says he doesn't want his, though, roll, though. <laughs> wow. You only needed two more. How many did you grab? I'm sorry, your hedge does no or, damage. Oh, how many did I need? Seven. Seven. So again, what's the DC as I'm rolling saving throws? It's um, just your across the board spell save DC. My spell, my spell save DC is 16. Okay. It's actually relatively high. It is pretty I high. Yeah. I was hoping it would be like a 28. Wrong addition. That's some pretty looking damage. And just keep it to yourself for just a minute because I'm rolling these things. It's very Watch colorful. It, I have it. Dungeons and Dragons, the most fun you'll ever have with first grade math. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, yeah. One of my secondary mages that failed the last thing also failed this one. This is a bad day for this guy. <laughs> he thought he'd be like the kick buddiest guy. Like Jacob is just like reconsidering every choice he's made about how he does damage to things. <laughs> right. After seeing in two rounds dealing to damage to I don't know how many people. And over by the way, 30. I just did that with my new staff. So oh, it doesn't even cost me yeah, any spell Oh my slots. God. You still even... only just cast one spell of exactly. your lot. <laughs> yep. I, I, Jacob starts holding the quiver like a minigun and seeing if that actually... <laughs> <laughs> Am I using it wrong? All right, give me the bad news, Zellin. 39 points of damage. Oh, wow. We could just round it up to 40 if it makes the math easier. <laughs> I mean, for, for cutting it in half, it does. All right, so 19... So what happens when you cut an odd number in half in this game? It round down. down. Oh. And you just do it across the board, so it's not like... For him, you round up, but for us, you round down across the board anytime. Yeah, so that 39 is a 19 if you got half. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. It, I, my my advanced Dungeon Dragons brain kicks in sometimes when it comes to negative numbers. Yeah. I can't help but think versus just death saves. Yeah. Um, but the um, this is just this is just brutal. I didn't expect this to be that hard, hitting that hard. High-level spellcasters are high-level spellcasters. Oh, spell my gosh. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Uh, and they both made their save and still take 19 flip flacking points of damage. All right. I can't believe this. At the end of all of that, there is one person standing. Wow. Who? Hugo Cormac. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Can I have my D8 back, please? I need that. Yeah. I am stunned at how fast <laughs> these guys went down. That is just bizarre. So then I guess that it's Jacob as one of the few people left. Right. So. Is it me next to the end? Or I don't remember. Uh, yes. Cormac went. Yeah, you're Zelda. Cormac went first this round. Right. Oh, that's right. He cast the tentacles. Oh. Uh, he wished he would have cast something else. I kept all the spells these other guys had, but even the ones that took, there was one that took 67 points of damage. Nice, yeah, that'd yeah. get pretty close to dropping me. Yeah, and uh, uh, the other guys that actually made both of their saves still took like 29, I'm sorry, 23, 30, yeah, over 30 points, yeah. But it just, it just, I'm just blown away by this. All right. It was a terrible day in Wizardland. Oh, yeah. 
Jacob. All the wizard land. Jacob. I'll, uh, I'll walk into the street and uh, and try and get on a, a different bead, because if I'm standing in a line with Zell and I'm imagining I can't really see Cormac at this point. So over to the right, over to the left? Over, yeah. It would be over, over to the right, because the, the fence would be in the way on the left. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm standing there looking at Cormac, and I draw my bow, and I say, did you want to talk? And I just pause for just a second to see if he says anything before I lose my arrow. Um, he says, yes, I want to talk. And then I'll, 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 I'll hold for a moment and I'll let, uh, Boris, uh, I, oh, actually I say, dispel your tentacles. That's what I'll say. Tell him to do that. Uh, I think that's just like a, a bonus action. On his bonus turn. action. Yeah. So, um, his, you know, okay, give me a moment because his turns already happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, give me like three and a half seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so then it's Boris. Uh, yeah. Um, am I taking damage at the start of my turn? Uh, or? yes. So okay. again. Con save? Uh, con save again. Ooh, that's a 14. You take, uh, it's, uh, it, it seems light, but it's another six points of damage. Oh. You can ready, ready actions right there still in, in 5e. Like, it's not like, yeah. It. Okay. So um, yeah. if he doesn't, I'll still, sh I'll shoot him. Yeah. Or I'll uh, delay so I can shoot both my arrows. And stuff. Okay. Um, I will, I'm going to drop sword cause I don't know if it'd still go if it was just sheathed and pull hammer and advance closer. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you're just kind of pushing through this area. I think at your normal base, you're not, you're not anybody slow by the tentacles. Okay. Yeah. But as you're closing toward him, uh, and then the top of the round is going to be with Cormac himself. Yeah. I, I was debating whether or not I dash to him and I don't think I will. I think I'm going to, um, yeah, ready an action so that if he starts spell casting in any other way than dismissing the tentacles, I'm going to dash to be adjacent to him. Yeah. Um, all right. Does he do anything other than dispel his tentacles? Because otherwise he's got two arrows and a boar's heading towards him. <laughs> Let me just roll a... Uh, and another is... wall of thorns, because screw you guys. <laughs> Were you about to roll an like, uh, intelligence check? <laughs> what would be the smartest I've thing I've almost to do? murdered him once before. You'd think he'd know. Oh, yeah. That's probably why he did things to disable sword. <laughs> this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I'm wondering is him working with Zrax. Oh. Mm. How deep does that go? True. I'm wondering if, if your sword is now permanently ruined. That is a question. I have dispel magic. Maybe I could dispel it if it is. Bless mm. it. Yeah. it. Yeah, you use like consecrate or a ceremony spell or something. You would think he's not dispelling this. Everyone go ahead and make an arcane check, whatever your knowledge is of what's happening with the spell wise. Can I do religion? Because that's the avenue through which I cast my spells. Uh, I got a 19. Uh, but but his isn't a religious based thing. It'd be an arcane check. Yeah, I know, but it's just <coughs> I a question. A, I got a five. I got a three. I got a 19, yeah. All okay. right. Jacob, All right, country boy, tell us about spells. This <laughs> 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 is the uh, second time this has happened. Uh, yeah, right? he, yeah. is, he is not dropping his tentacles. Um, he is spell casting, and with your arcana check, you would think he's actually summoning. Okay, so, oh, so oh. two, uh, so, two so arrows. I've dashed and in a melee with him. Yeah. All right. So I imagine so. your, your your cue is probably arrows going <laughs> right past your head. It's like, yeah, oh, honestly. I guess we're going. Right, so everybody twist it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that was my action to move adjacent to him. I'll, I'll attack okay. him when I get there. Gotcha. Okay, so, so Jacob. I am going to... Oh, crap. Let me real quick make a battery of con saves to see if I... Wait, the DC's, yeah, the DC to that's 10, and I've got a save bonus of plus nine. So yeah, I've, okay. I've made my saves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cormac was the one I was aiming at before. He's still my quarry. This is a new round. I'm upping my damage dice, and I'm still rolling with advantage because he was the guy I was attacking last time with my right. arrows. Oh, 30. <laughs> 30 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely a hit. Yeah. Um, that's going to leave a mark. I'm going to spend two charges and up one like from a D, D8 to a D12. Nice. Woo, do it. Aw. <laughs> I rolled a four. 
So eight plus uh, three is eleven plus seven is eighteen points of damage. All right, he takes it. And then going at him again. Got a lot of hit points. Yep. So no D. I think he leveled up a couple of times since I almost murdered him. Right. <laughs> All right. So go back to my D eight. One of those his little skills with ours things. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Sixteen. Uh, to hit. Yeah. Hit. Ooh. Good. Wow. Nice. All right. Good. Exactly. Oh, good. Exactly hit. Yeah, because that was the ray, too. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, six plus seven, 13 more points of damage. All right, he takes him. And does that cause him to drop his spe- his conjuring thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's got a make. make a save for it to see if he... Yeah, uh, DC 10 or half damage, whichever is greater, so and 10. Was half damage on the first one? Uh, uh, 12. Both, both of them were less than 20. Yeah, yeah he, he keeps his wits about him. God. Bummer. All right, well, here comes, here comes something else to make and that... And I smack it with a hammer. All right, he is conjured. It's now here. Uh, an elemental. Neat. What kind? Uh, water. Neat. I wonder if it goes away when I break his head open. <laughs> well, I'm doing blunt force trauma now. I can't cut his head off. <laughs> I wonder if I cut him open and spill out lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do wonder. When you, when you conjure an elemental, if you die and the elemental is a conjure thing, does it just go away? If you're away? dead, your concentration end, has ended. So it might go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so... Big water elemental, massive nasty creature, uh, and that was a twenty-three. So twenty was being held. So Boris, you have closed Dude, up. Uh, yeah, that was on, on his round. So I think we've still got Zell and Zell and at twenty. Yeah. yeah. So can you hit things like water elementals with lightning? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would argue that it does more damage. Uh, you would think, well, right? Well, it depends on if it's pure water, if there's impurities contained within. One, <laughs> one says our environmental scientists. One would assume that given it's a water elemental, it's a pure manifestation of water given sentience, so arguably it'd be less effective. However, is game, so I don't think it actually matters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to call lightning, and I'm going to position it in such a way that I hit Cormac and possibly the water elemental, but I do not hit Victor. I mean... Boris. 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 Victor yeah, Victor does not get hit. <laughs> yeah, He's a significant no, number of miles and realms away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few all. layers of amber at least. All right, so he could cast this and summon it. Let me just roll to see how close it is to him. I picture Zealous calling lightning like she's calling a dog. Oh, she no, to, like, I can only certain... picture one. I can only hit one point. I can only hit one. Uh, but it's a radius effect, right? Right, so oh, yeah. where the curve Oh, is. yeah, that's right. Uh, she just does that really and, like and how loud big whistle. Is the, how big is the, the cylinder a footprint as it is? A storm cloud in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60-foot radius. Centered wow. on a point, Gosh, you can see yeah, 100 and feet directly. That, that's not the lightning But you call strike. down that's a point where of lightning. the lightning can appear. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Oh. Right, oh, it's and five foot, isn't it? I, when you cast yeah. the spell, choose a point you can see within range. A bolt of lightning flashes down from the cloud to that point. Each creature within five feet. Right. Okay. So, no, they're just far enough apart. You can hit one or the other. I'm going to go after Cormac. Okay. Turns out they're five and a half feet away from each other. Uh, <laughs> um, and he has to make a dexterity throw against a 3D. He is not my friend. He does not get the bonus. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we already said the DC was 16. He looks at me and says, hey, buddy. <laughs> I've done well on my saving throws. Nice. So that's 17 points of damage. Okay, he's saved. No, uh, it's 20 points of damage. It is? Eight, nine, three, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. So how much damage do you do just now? 20. He dies. (gasps) (laughs) Nice. Oh my gosh, you killed him. (laughs) I hope he really didn't want to talk. (laughs) He had his chance. Yeah, he said he wanted to, and then he summoned a thing to fight us, so I don't think he does. And yeah, he was—he got knocked down really hard, really fast. He started with 85 hit points, made a lot of saves. I did six damage in that whole fight. 
this is why I need more ranged stuff. <laughs> and it was what, the ranged thing that so, did the damage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Within a moment, the the water elemental looks at you very liquidy, and then then it goes away <laughs> and it, splashes it just, off. Yeah, he stops, bubble bubble. He stops bubble, concentrating bubble. and just <laughs> and just water disappears. Uh, and it is again just all of you and a lot of bodies out here on the street. Uh, search the bodies and then like book it back to Johan Street. All right. Yeah. Retrieve sword if I can tell that it's not like doing shenanigans. Wash it in this aura. pure okay. water. Actually, when well, you I get think the there, water disappeared in the elemental. Let me, uh, let me just roll a thing. Not for like he the, gave uh, a puddle sentience or something. Another... He conjured a thing from another plane. <laughs> the sentient puddle. How <laughs> <laughs> threatening is a berry bush. <laughs> oh, man. Worst superhero ever. Like Aquaman's over there with his sidekick, the sentient puddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a. Um, Tell your odd parents wasn't form of a bucket of water. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Riffing on the uh, feel my power. Water riffing twins, on the super water twins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boris, Whomever. when you like go back to where your sword is uh, laying on the cobblestones, it is in pieces. <gasps> oh no! And thus we start a new year with a demonstration of power and loss. Tell us what you think so far on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Empire's Edge. If you'd like to support the podcast, check out our Subscribestar at subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge. 